You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own life through the life and stories of black women with drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant, an executive coach, and a leadership facilitator, working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. And um, I've had a bit of a break since uh, the last episode. A couple of weeks ago, I posted because I just needed some space. Um, It's been a fabulous quarter for me. It's been an intense quarter for me. And um, I don't know about you, but sometimes we can get into overwhelm even when things are going great. When new things come on board and there's things to do in our personal and our professional life on top of the norm things that we have to do and handle, it can get a little bit much. So I just needed to slow it down and I gave myself some space around the podcast. I gave myself some space around social media. I gave myself some space around some other things so I can focus on some of those priorities that were coming up. Um, And as a way of kind of managing my self-care for a bit, even though I'm going to share with you a bit later that even that went off the boil, really. Um, So I'm back. We will be back posting weekly from here on in. So I'm excited about what's coming. But I thought, look at us at the end of quarter one already in 2018. So I thought that it'd be really great to do an episode on just how to stay on track on your 2018 goals and what's important at this point in the game in the year because the the year for me is going so quickly I don't know about you I can't believe that we are actually um, in April already that if you're not careful we'll be at the summer and we have not really been paying attention to causing the goals and it becomes a distant distant kind of intention at the beginning of the year so I thought I'd help us all out by just staying on track on our 2018 goals and some thoughts for that so that's what we're going to do in this episode um before we do that I want to invite you to head over to my Facebook um community page I've started a community page join the group so that we can be sharing and building the community of She's Got Drive um, tribe. And and if you're willing and able, please head over to iTunes and um, rate and review the show. That would be um, wonderful to do that. Um, it is important for, for the show to help grow the show. And if you can rate and review the show, I would appreciate it so much. The link for the iTunes is in my is in the show notes as well as the link for um, the Facebook page and the Facebook community group is also in show notes. Okay, so let's get started on how to stay on track on your 2018 goals. What I'm doing today is I'm going to share with you the type of things that I do when I'm reviewing my goals at the end of the first quarter and um, to give you some guide on on what you can do and some questions you can be asking yourself. And the other thing that I wanted to introduce to you is there's this... Um, in the, you know, in, in trainer speak, in consultant speak, it's called models, you know, a model around um, when you're 
operating inside of a new project or in achieving goals, there's like phases that you go through to produce results. And I'm going to introduce you to that. It's called the operating states. And um, I'm going to deep dive into a couple of those because it, it will mirror the stages that you're likely to be at at this point in the year. I'm not going to go into all of it because it might be it's going to be too much too long. But I thought I'd introduce it to you. And then as we go through year, when I pick up this goal conversation again we I'll, I'll go back to the operating states again um, when it looks like you'll be around that phase there'll be a pdf for you on the operating states high level that you can download as well from the show notes the first thing you want to do is create the environment to do the work and set enough time aside to do the work so I recommend that you set aside at least an hour to an hour and a half, preferably two. Set that aside, create a lovely space. I always have classical or jazz music playing in the background. I have my humidifier on with some beautiful essential oils. There's one around for women for focusing. Um, and so my environment smells lovely. I always have a lovely pot of tea, green tea, because... I drink so much tea. I love tea. And um, you might have some lovely, some snacks with you, but create it as a space and an experience that you want to be in, that you want to do. These are your goals that you have created for yourself and your life for 2018. And you want to like honor it, give it some space and, um, and yourself some space uh, to do the work that you're going to do. So I create this lovely environment. And and then pull out the goals that you set for yourself and whether they are on your computer or they're on your wall, have a look at them and read through all of them all at once. So just do an oversight of all of them um, first to remind yourself of what you said that you were going to accomplish in 2018 and notice the little pieces of judgment that can come up as you read them. It's like, oh God, I don't know why I wrote that. Oh, that, that was amazing. That's inspiring. Oh God, I didn't want even close to that. I'm never going to get that. You know, whatever the thoughts that are coming up for you as you read them, just let them go. Just let them go. Don't let them linger around. But notice what's there because it's really good information for you later when you're doing the review because if I believe that I'm going to achieve a certain goal then the chances are I'm going to achieve them if my inner voice is like you're never going to do that I don't know why I thought about doing that then the chances are you're going to struggle to accomplish that goal so as you do the high level read just notice what are the things that are in your coming up for you as you read them okay the next thing to do is you're going to acknowledge yourself for the work that you have done, however large or small the work was. So whatever action you did take, however large or small the action was on each of those goals, you're going to acknowledge and appreciate yourself for them. And so the question there is, what do you want to acknowledge yourself for under each of those goals? And it might be, if it's around self-care, I want to acknowledge that at least four times this quarter, I took myself to bed by eight o'clock. I want to acknowledge that in the first part of the quarter, 
I did go to the gym for the first four or five weeks. I want to acknowledge myself. So whatever it is like that, you, you find something, you look at, I want to acknowledge that I did a juice cleanse this quarter. So whatever the action, large or small, you want to acknowledge yourself for, okay? And then the next piece is you're going to ask yourself the following series of review questions um, to get to the heart of what actually happened in the last quarter around your goals. And where are you on your goals? So you go through each one. So the goal obviously sets where you want to be. So then you really look again. So what actions did you take? And what actions, you might also say, what actions did you did you not take? <laughs> what actions did you take? What actions did I take then under that goal? So you go under each of them. Okay, what, did, what, what was I supposed to take and I didn't take? What did I accomplish having taken those actions? So you may not get your ultimate result, but you might have got partway through. So you might have seen that you've increased um, increased in some of the outcomes, but you're not really at the, at the ultimate result, but you're moving. You might see that you planned for something, but you didn't follow through. You might see that you, so you started, but you didn't follow through. You might see that you got scared about taking a particular action, if it meant phoning particular people, getting in contact with organizations or or making having conversations with your line manager or people in your environment. And you think, well, I knew that I was supposed to do that, but I got scared, so I didn't do it. I felt disempowered and I didn't do it. What were the thoughts and feelings that you were having as you were about to take those actions that either that may have got in the way of you taking the actions or that might have helped you. So what are the thoughts and feelings? Because some people are like, it comes up as really difficult and they are really, they just get into action because they love that kind of challenge. They love proving to themselves like they can do it. And other people are like, it just gets in the way of them doing something because they're like, oh, God, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then they don't. Um, so you want to kind of determine what kind of person are you? And um, so what came comes up for you? What are the thoughts and feelings that comes up for you when you look at what you plan to do and and when you did it or not? Was there anything that showed up in the last quarter that you didn't anticipate? Were there new things that showed up that you didn't plan for and that might have impacted in terms of your the planning around time and the time that you allotted to do certain things? Had you overcommitted uh, in terms of what you wanted to accomplish in the first quarter? Um, maybe you've looked at your goals you think I actually my plan didn't break down enough into the four quarters of what I was going to do each quarter and 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 just hope that you would just take some actions so that's something else so was there something that came up that you didn't anticipate that was that that was more challenging or was there things that came out you didn't anticipate there was just a wonderful opportunities that you took that that meant that you couldn't take other actions that you planned for were there any great surprises that happened the last quarter? Were there any great surprises that happened the last quarter? Were there any new relationships that showed up in the last quarter? Um, 
and you know and then see what new if you're in if it's for work and business of course were there new businesses that showed up um new opportunities that showed up around your work new opportunities that showed up around um you know the things that you love to do new insights about your future a couple of more questions before um the end of the questions for review what actions did you know to do that you did not take so the things that you knew that you should have done that you thought this I've done this before this produces this result that you didn't take I'll give you an example of that since Christmas until about I want to say last week I've been my eating habits haven't really been what I know to do. I mean, I'm still fairly healthy, but I was eating in a, in a pattern that I knew wasn't serving me. And, um, and I just didn't want to take the action that I need to do. Like, I know what to do about that. And I just kept letting it go, let it go, let it go. And then, of course, I gained weight, which I don't like. Um, and as I gained weight, which I don't like, then that has a, then, that, then the inner critic is running riot. My inner voice is saying, you know, you shouldn't do that. You know, you shouldn't eat that, you know, which is really disempowering. Until about a week and a half ago, I just thought, right, enough, enough. I am not doing this. I'm not doing this. So I took the actions that I know to do, which is my juice cleanse. You might have seen I've been posted on Instagram around my juice cleanse and the impact on my juice cleanse. And I know that it's a way of getting myself back on track with my eating, that I'm eating much healthily again, that I'm, I lost the weight that I had gained um, for the most part. Yeah, I lost like eight pounds, nine pounds in that juice cleanse for five days. And, um, but more importantly, I lost the sugar grab that happens where I'm always reaching for that sugar, that that doesn't serve me and bread that doesn't serve me and so I'm back on track and I'm loving it and loving my my, inner voice is quietened down so I don't have to deal with that each day and now I've got more energy and it's it's just helps me all around so that's an example of something that you know to do and that you did not that that you're not doing and then you can take the action after that so what actions um what is your contingency? So plan for if that doesn't happen, then what could I do differently? Um, you know, if I if I get something else comes up, what's going to fall out fall out of my plan? And that's really important too. So I'm clear about the the level of commitments that I have around all my things that I want to do and some things there has to be some give somewhere and I need to know what that is so in the moment is some clarity about what I can I, I can drop away ultimately we are moving towards as well a, one question is do I want to revise my goals in any way now it I want to be mindful of that question because it's not from a fearful place that you ask that question. It's not from, oh, I'm never going to achieve this that you ask that question. But you might, you might not want to revise the goals. You might revise the timeline to achieving those goals. But it's really important that you do a thorough review and you really sit with it and you sense into it and really don't, don't allow that to be your get out. 
get out of jail card, you know? Um, don't allow it to be that. But really ask yourself the question, are these the goals that I want to be playing in 2018? And if you are, if you are clear that they are, then you recommit. And if you're, if you have some question, then you sit, I, I recommend you sit with it for a while. That leads me to sharing with you this model called the operating states. And it's a, a model that was created to mirror the, again, the kind of phases that happen as you are in a project or in a project, whether the project is your life or whether the project is um, working on some initiative or something you want to bring to life um, as part of your work or, or anything, there are stages that you go through. And this operating states is a way of you um, helping you understand what are the things you ought to be doing at the different stages. Um, and stage one is is formulation, is the places where you create and and form the thing that you're working on. Stage two is concentration, and that's the areas where you are just taking actions, and all that you're doing is taking actions, um, and that's your focus, and you you just focus on what are the actions I need to take, and you take them. Stage three is momentum. And this is the thing where you are starting to leverage some of the energy of the actions that you've taken and you're starting to see some of the results coming through. Stage four is stability when you want to do things to maintain um, what you've created so far. So that's the place where you are thinking, how do I make sure that all that work that I've done so far is not going to be lost and and so what do I need to do? Are there new structures that I need to set up? Are there new people that I need to bring in? Um, do I need to reorganize my time in a way that that makes sure that I um, can make sure that I can do these things well and continue to do these things well? Stage five is called breakthrough. And these are the things when you have been consistent with all the previous four stages you'll notice there'll be magic what I call magical moments that happen in your in your year in your goals in your initiative in your life that is as a result of all the things that you've done to that point and um and and then the stage six is called mastery and that's when you've been doing this for so long, you've put in the hours around the thing that you're working on, that there's an experience of that you have mastery over it and that you can not only, you've got it for yourself, but you've also, you're able to impart that to others as well when you're at the level of mastery. And stage seven and eight are ones that are really there to signal when we are um, have pitfalls in our in our work, and the stage seven is called emergency. When you're slip, when you start to notice you're slipping back, and you sl- you've stopped doing the things that you have been doing that have produced the results so far, and you start to slip back, you notice that you're slipping back, and then so they call that a state of emergency. And um, and stage eight is called danger. And danger is when you're slipping back to two states. So you're not just you've you've stopped doing a number of things. Um, so you're 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 sliding backwards, and it's a way of saying stop, stop, stop. You're in danger of really like destroying all the work that you've done and the, and producing the results that you've um, produced. And what happens when people are working on something is 
that they they put in all these actions and and then they stop taking the action and then they start to slip back and before you know it if you don't notice that and stop and then start doing the things that you um know to do that got you to that place in the first place then you will it will disappear and then you start to fail and then when you fail then you think well it's no point and then it's no point and then you talk yourself out of it and then before you know it the goal's not been accomplished and you get disheartened so it, it gives you some way of thinking about um the spaces that you go through when you are trying to cause something new for yourself and that's one of the things I love about this model called the operating states. So right, so the be- so the beginning of the year, you were in formulation, you've created your plan, and then you move into action. And we are in, in really, really, so that's stage two, which is concentration. So you've done formulation with stage one, stage two, you start to get into action, you're in quarter one. And you really, really, between quarter one and, and quarter two is really concentration and moving into momentum you're really just taking actions taking actions taking actions taking actions and just keep taking them and usually at this stage you're taking more actions to produce one result in the um, concentration stage you know so it may feel like I've I've so for example if you are in sales and you need to sell something, you might have to do 10 to 20 calls to get one person to buy in the beginning. And eventually, you know, when you get to momentum and, st- and stability, which are stages three and four, you that actually might reduce. You might actually do as less calls in order to get two people to buy. So maybe 10 produces three, three people buying. But and then you get to a place where it keeps going, where it's less, when the, that's called breakthrough. So I say this, in, this is based on many, many, many different, um, like research on many, many, many different projects and so on, and what are the phases that people go through. And if we have awareness of that, we understand that I need to do lots of actions around something before I can see the result. Before I can see the result called I am fit, I have to be in that gym many, 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 many hours before I do that. I have to run many hours before I can feel the ease of which of running a 5K race. You have to do a lot of miles before you can run a 5K easily. You have to do a lot of miles before you can run a marathon um, and finish a marathon. So life is like that. We have to put in many, many miles before we can feel the result and produce those results. And if we understand that, then we can encourage ourselves to really keep going on our goals. So those are the operating states. These are high level. I think maybe on another episode, I might do a deeper dive on the operating states. But to understand that at this stage in the game, at this point in the year, for most, mostly where you're in concentration and momentum. So you're in taking actions, taking actions, taking actions. And then you'll get some energy in momentum. 
there'll be little magical moments that start to happen, but you're still taking actions, but you'll start to see some flow at this point. But really, that's where we are as we head into quarter two. And if we understand that, um, then it will encourage us to stay on track on our goals. And if you're beyond that right now and you're flying, all power to you. That's really, really great. And you only want to acknowledge yourself for that. But if you're if you're feeling like oh, I'm just doing all this stuff and I can't see any result or um, then be kind to yourself because you are exactly where you are meant to be in this process. If you're taking the action, just keep taking the action. If you stop taking the action, this review is your way of recommitting and getting yourself back in the game. Right, so now you're getting yourself back in the game for your 2018 goals. And I just want to point to a couple more things before we close out this episode. And the first is this, self-care, self-care, self-care. What are you doing around your self-care? How are you going to make sure that as you play the game to win at your goals, that you are paying attention to your self-care? I know that sometimes I need to instigate my self-care SOS and um, which is, you know, I have my certain practices that I do that I bring in when I know that I need some self-care SOS, which I'm just in right now. It has been a fabulous first quarter for me. It has been an intense first quarter for me. I've had a lot of travel, more than my norm in my first quarter. Um, And some beautiful surprises opened up in the this first quarter and at the same time what it's meant is that I am more tired than I normally am at this stage I can't afford to do that for many reasons and so I'm instigating my self-care SOS juice cleanse getting myself to bed um doing those things and I'm now going to start increasing my bringing back my yoga my yoga practice fell out so I'm going to bring back my daily yoga practice starting this week there are a number of things again that's another episode if you haven't listened to that episode I'll put the link um I'll name the episode that that is in my show notes as well because that episode that I published last November has seven different things that I do around around self-care and you have to think about what are the things that you know to do around your self-care that you can do. So make sure you're paying attention to that. The other thing is I have a question around what other what support do you need to win at your um, 2018 goals and to stay on track? So do you need peer support? Do you need support from people who are doing the same thing as you and playing the same game as you? So find your tribe. Do you need leader support? So if you're at work, is it support that you need from your leader, from your your line manager? Um, Or if you're in a business, do you need a mentor who can, a business mentor who can support you? Do you need some sister support? Um, You know, do you need to lean on your sisters a little bit more, make requests of them? Do you need to do a little girlfriend night or girlfriend weekend or you know, just some sisterly love? Do you need some partner support? Are you asking enough of your partner to support you? Are you sharing with your partner what you're up to? Um, so, so your partner support? Do you need other professional support? So 
are you doing too much? You know, can you bring in additional resources on what you're working on? Um, you know, so it, do you need a personal trainer if it's around exercise? Are you trying to figure it out yourself? Or, you know, one or two sessions of a personal trainer setting you up for success, for example? Or do you need... Um, you know, someone who is, you know, just someone to assist you. You know, I've got a PA who really was a game changer for me when I started working with her, I think it was 18 months ago, an absolute game changer for me. And now I'm looking at what other support I need. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a couple of other things that are lining coming up for me. And so I'm looking at what resources I need in that. Do you need coaching support? You know, I'm a coach, as you know, and I walk my talk. I I get coached. So um, I know that there are sometimes the coaching is kind of in a personal coaching direction. And um, sometimes the coaching is more technical. You know, when I know there are gaps in my knowledge and awareness around things that I need to do and accomplish, then I get myself a coach. You know, I... I know that I don't know it all and I can't do it all and it, it can I can increase my performance through coaching. So do you you know, do you need a coach? Do you need um, to attend a program? You know, whether that's online program, do you need to go to some conferences, some edu- but increase your education, your awareness and your knowledge or your motivation? Uh, being around other people who are up to the same thing is inspiring so can get you into action basically any support you can think of that's gonna move you towards achieving your goals identify what it is and go out and find it we cannot do this alone you know if you're trying to do this on your own you're going to struggle through the year so whatever goal you have for yourself then find your support it's I cannot emphasize that enough. Find your support, find your support, find your support. And my last um, guide on this, uh, on how to keep your goals on track um, episode is to remember to expand your networks. To remember to expand, it's kind of inside of the support, but a bit more than that to expand the range of people that you know and the range of people that you're meeting, that you're actively engaged in that, in accomplishing your goals, particularly in the workspace, but, you know, in any spaces that you, any commitments that you have. You know, let's talk about professional success, though. If you recall when we did the Pi episode, um, episode, it was quite early on, seven or eight, And it was based on Harvey Coleman's research that says that 60% of career enhancement success is down to our networks and and down to our relationships and and building relationships so that it can expose us to newer people and new opportunities. 60%. And and only as we get more successful, only 10% is really down to our performance. Our performance is table stakes. Our performance is like what gets us in the door, but it's our networking and our relationships and building our reputation, which was accounted to 30 percent is was our reputation. So, again, if you if you haven't listened to that episode, head back and listen to that episode um, because it really 
is a game changer again. But if you can work on expanding your networks as well this next quarter and see how you go with that. And I, I aim for, if I can meet at least two new people a month, I, I, do, I do more than that. But, you know, I, I committed last year that I actually once a week, if I have one new contact a week, or rekindle a contact one new person a week I thought that's totally a doable and winnable game for me and um, I've gone beyond that in fact over the last year and it has it has been amazing what difference that has made to my work and what difference that's made to my life because I've expanded my sister friends so much I cannot tell you and it's feeding my soul so you know your network, 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 and um, really just lean toward, lean into that, lean into expanding your networks, and you'll see the difference that makes to accomplishing your goals. Okay, so that's it. That's how to stay on track on your 2018 goals. I thought, I hope you found it really helpful, and um, you can do that practice. Remember, it's going to take at least an hour to an hour and a half, preferably two hours if you can find that time and create a lovely environment, you know, lovely food, lovely smells, lovely tea or water, whatever you like to drink and sit down and do that work and then just rekindle the fire um, on your 2018 goals if they need rekindling. But even if they don't need rekindling, even if you think like I'm good, I'm loving my goals. It's always important to review because you're finding what's working and you're finding what's not working. And if you find what's working, you keep doing what's working. And if you find what's not working, you stop doing what's not working and you move forward. So I'm wishing you all the best with your 2018 goals. Share with me what you're getting from this episode. Share with me what, how you're doing on your 2018 goals. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you about that. I hope that you've been inspired to shift gears in your own life. You know that I love to hear from you. So head over to Instagram where you can message me on Instagram on Shirley, at Shirley McAlpine. You can find me on Facebook at She's Got Drive Facebook page. The link is in the show notes. And you can also find me through my website, ShirleyMcAlpine.com. I will have a link to the PDF for this episode that gives you a guide on staying on track for your 2018 goals. And I am excited to hear what's showing up for you. I love it when you're in contact with me. Don't forget to rate and review the show if you're feeling that too. And I look forward to um, being back next week. She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Voltolina. The music is by the awesome all-female band Blonde. Until next time, thank you again for listening. Go well and stay well.